Here we go yet again, my furry little friends. Alicia in studio hanging out with me as I go through a woe is me life dilemma. Tell me about your woe is me life dilemma. Like I could feel like not only could I see your eyes roll, but the click of six, I'm sure, could feel it as well. <laughs> I know. I feel so yeah. terrible Tell for you. Me Tell me your, about your problem. Woe is me dilemma. Last man standing. Okay. The television show with Tim Allen. Not a, I don't. Great show. You and I used to watch it all the time. Mm -hmm. Then we rewatched it. It was a good like, hey, there's nothing else and COVID. Let's go to bed. Yeah. Watch Last Man Standing. Perfect sleepy time show. It is. It's funny. It's compelling. I love Tim Allen. Mm -hmm. There's so many new shows out right now. But last night, all you wanted to do was watch three episodes of Last Man Standing. <laughs> it was killing me. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, we've seen them all. Yeah, well, obviously, but it's fun to go back in and rewatch it. You're like, oh, this is going to happen. And then you kind of get, you prepare yourself to like laugh. You'd be like, <laughs> what, the, <laughs> what laugh was that? I don't Tim Allen, I think, I think he's done with acting. I know he's doing that car show. I don't even know if he's still doing that. Is he? I don't know. But, you know, he's, I think he's made enough in his career and he's in his 60s. Yeah. So he can retire. It's okay. He actually is literally as old as dirt. So he, yeah, he, he easily could retire. He did something. Uh, there's, there's a movie he did years and years ago. And actually, it was a cartoon movie. Okay. And he was a character. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. What is it? Toy Story. Yep. Toy Story. And he was the character of... Woody. Uh, Buzz Lightyear. Buzz Lightyear. Yep, That's there you what go. I meant. That's what you meant. <laughs> and he was Buzz Lightyear. And he actually uh, is no longer doing that as well. Well, yeah. I mean, are there more Toy Stories? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. There's, uh, so it's an origin story of a character of Buzz Lightyear. And uh, they came out. It's a... It's coming out here uh, really soon. Here's take a listen to this. This is the new Buzz Lightyear. See if you recognize the character. Go, Fido. Go, guys. Go, Fido. Cabin pressurization is underway as we prepare for ignition. Flight recorders are on. T minus five, four, Wait for it. Here it comes. The new voice of Buzz Lightyear. Oh, God. A lot of people may actually know this. Okay, wait a minute. Hold on. I clearly did not cue that. I would say the anticipation is killing me. I know, Who right? Who is it? Uh, the new voice... A Buzz Lightyear, no longer done by Tim Allen. Can you figure out who it is? Are you dying right now? I mean, oh my, my gosh, like they are really building this up. I know, I know I'm messing with you. Oh, here, hold on. Hold on. To infinity. And okay, so I'm supposed to figure that out by the word and. Yep. yep. How is that 
wasn't even possible. You can do it. You can it do sounded it. familiar. It, it did sound familiar. And I'll play it for you one more time. Okay. I literally, this trailer's a minute 30, and it's at 127. <laughs> I, know. I totally was just messing with you. Okay, take That's a listen. So hold on, hold on, hold on. And does it ring a bell? Oh my gosh, who is that? It's a major Leon? celebrity, and it's one that you like. George Clooney. No. Really? It's young Buzz Lightyear. It's going to be a little bit younger. Not in his 20s. Not in his 20s, so he's in his 30s. Yeah, married popular. to Arnold's daughter. Chris Pratt. Yep. No. Yeah, the new voice of Buzz Lightyear is Chris Pratt. So really? maybe he'll come out with last Pratt standing or something, and you could do that as well. You know, I have to say, I'm good with that. Like, yeah. That was a good casting I call. Know, right? I still don't know why Tim Allen's not. I'm just assuming he's not. It's, it's a cartoon voice. I don't know why he's not doing it. He I just, don't know either. Maybe Tired? he's just done. Yeah, he's just done. I don't yeah. know. Okay, so look, we have a lot going on today. I just wanted to mess with Alicia on that. Hopefully, I messed with you a little bit as well. Click a six. Uh, great rando text out today. Oh, wow, did it blow up on social media and everywhere. Text question of the day is a fun one as well. Dax Shepard and his daughter's virginity. A lot coming up today. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you're going to love it. Okay, as we settle down here, Alicia hanging out with us, and we have the text question of the day here today. Another one sponsored by you, by the way. (laughs) Apparently, yes. Yeah. Well, actually, I got to be honest with you. This was based off a little bit off of yesterday's show as well. We were talking about weird things people find attractive. Yes, like for me, it was gingers, and then somebody else put in like an Excel spreadsheet. I like a woman with a pulse. <laughs> Anything, any woman that's alive, yeah. essentially. Yeah, essentially, you are open game for the ginger ninja. I'm gonna blow my drink real quick. You are so really. five years old. You're five years old. <laughs> okay. Sure. I win. Okay, Alicia, what exactly is the text question of the day? Text question of the day is what's a weird thing you find attractive? You can message via that Jams app that I've been telling you about. It's 93.1 space J-A-M-Z in your app store. App downloads have been blowing up. Members of the Click of Six have been interacting, listening to us on the station from 3 until 7 Central, 4 until 8 Eastern. A lot going on. A lot of member, uh, Michigan members of the Click of Six have been doing the podcast. Do me a solid. Share it on your social media. What is a weird thing you find attractive, Alicia? Well, actually, I was kind of reading through our responses, and we had a ton of them, but there was, it kind of got my brain going, and yeah. I was like, oh, I forgot forearms on a man. I'm oh, like, you do like yes. the forearms and calves, or no, uh, what was that muscle right there? Your calf muscle. Yeah, you like a good calf muscle. I do, and you, I have to say, you do have some sexy calves on you. Not as sexy as uh, Connie's uh, husband, Dan. He has some great legs. Yeah. He does. Yeah, you were talking about that this summer. I still remember what? it. I don't recall ever saying anything. Yeah. yeah. I think you said, get it, Dan. Love yeah. those legs. <laughs> well, you, I believe that you have to compliment people. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah. I'll remember that. Hey, Cheryl. Nice rack. Well, I mean, you make it appropriate. Oh, you don't based need on to... the person you're talking to. Yeah. Renee, our neighbor, Norman Renee. You know, Renee is the wife. Norm's the husband. Nice booty. Really? Yeah. I like your throat. That might be a weird thing that people find attractive. A really nice throat. Yeah, I don't know. Like maybe like for women, like Like with like a little, you know. Maybe throat is probably inappropriate. Yeah, throat seems a little bit odd to me. Unless it's like, what do you call that? It's not a crab apple. You're Adam's Adam's apple. apple. Men have Adam's apple. Yes, exactly. Some woman could find that sexy. Yeah, that's true. Or a man could find it sexy. Yeah, whatever. It varies, but you're not into the Adam's apple. No, no. I mean, I guess I'm indifferent about it. But you are into the text question of the day. And that is, again, 
what is a weird thing you find attractive? I'm really excited today. I actually find them quite interesting to share the five things that uh, I learned today. I always like to have five little nugs I learn every day. I think it's great you do that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a fun little thing that we do. And uh, I'm excited to share today's with you because they're kind of themed. Oh, okay. Halloween themed? Bingo. It'd be great if I was like, no Valentine's Day. <laughs> like a couple months off yet. Yeah. So since we're approaching Halloween, I thought, you know what? Let's share some nugs with you. And we'll share them with you right out of Keene, New Hampshire right away. Do you know that Keene, K-E-E-N-E, New Hampshire, holds the record for the most jack-o'-lanterns on display? They broke it, the record, in 2013 with 30,581 lit pumpkins. No. How many people, does it say how many people live there? No, I don't even know. I mean, oh. I, I didn't care that much to do research. I oh. just thought that was neat. Yeah, that is cool. Pumpkins are classified as a fruit, not as a vegetable. What? Yeah. In fact, in 2006, New Hampshire made the pumpkin its state fruit. So if anybody, uh, if you're getting pumpkins, you could rattle out. Did you know that New Hampshire made the pumpkin? It stayed fruit. And somebody would be like, it's a vegetable. You'd be like, aha. It's a fruit. Boom. The sound of a stabbing in the movie Halloween, you know? Yeah. Ew. Stabbing. Yeah. Uh, actually, that, that they made that by plunging a knife into a watermelon. <laughs> I could see that. Yeah, yeah definitely. Kind of freaky. Yeah, the spirit and spirit Halloween, you know, like the store spirit Halloween. Yes, yep. Okay. Actually does not refer to ghosts. So when you see one of those spirit Halloween stores. Yeah. What does it refer to then? Uh, the founder, Joe Marver, launched the store in 1983. He called it spirit Halloween as a riff or because he was irritated with his original business, which was called spirit woman's discount apparel so the guy that started spirit halloween the franchise the giant giant mega thing that's all over the united states and elsewhere i don't even know if it's elsewhere actually used to own a place called spirit women's discount apparel so he kept the spirit in there because he was irritated probably because he failed yeah well with a name like that i can't say as a female like i'm like oh yeah i'm totally gonna go shopping there yeah it it's a horrible seem... name for and a woman's discount store. apparel too yeah. like, I mean, what is that like discount yoga pants like I mean, which I'm all for a good deal, but still. Oh, it's all fun and games till one of your girlfriends realizes that you're wearing some foo-foo feminines. <laughs> the fake Lululemons. <laughs> and finally, jack-o'-lanterns. Do you know where they originated? No, tell me more. I will tell you more. Thank you for asking. Ireland. Oh, yeah, the jack-o'-lantern now originated in Ireland. Instead of pumpkins, though, they used to, carve, uh, used to be carved out of turnips, potatoes, and large beets. Huh. So the jack-o'-lantern didn't used to be a pumpkin. It originated in Ireland, and they were turnips, potatoes, and large beets. Fascinating. See, That's I thought you thought kinda, that one. kind of neat. Yeah, so maybe, I can you imagine trying to carve? I mean, how do you, like, I mean, you would, would you gut the potato in that? Yeah, you'd have to. You can't, well, I mean, I feel like it'd actually be kind of easier. Like, the only reason why I don't carve pumpkins is because, as silly as it sounds, but I'm like, they're larger, they're a pain in the butt, they're messy, which turnips and potatoes sound way easier. Yeah, a little bit smaller mass, maybe. Yeah. But then you have all these little creepy looking turnips, beets, and potatoes all over your house. Oh my house. gosh, I would totally like put them on like the pillow or something like it so that you'd wake up in the middle of the night and it'd be oh, staring God. at you. <laughs> I would I would probably urinate in our bed. <laughs> Ew. Yeah, so Never mind. yeah, there you go. As they'll either go get some plastic sheets and do it or don't. But the minute you lay down plastic sheets, I'm dipping your hand in hot water.
<laughs> Just to see if that works. I've always wanted to know if that works. <clears throat> hey there, guys. It's time to play a wacky wild game. That's right. How you doing, Alicia? Oh, God. Hey there. Hi there. What's up? No, is that not my, you don't like my new game show voice? No. No. Okay. Well, do you want to know the name of the game? Go ahead. What's the name of the game? Thank you. I mean, I was like, oh, okay. you got to ask. Okay. The name of this game is What's in Your Body? Yeah, that's right. We're going to play a little game called What's in Your Body? Okay. <laughs> Are you ready to play What's in Your Body? Sure. Is that a better game show thing? <laughs> no, they're story? both weird. Well, ask me where I came up with this uh, game for, or the name of the game uh, for. Okay, where did you come up with Wait, this? Wait, hold on, hold on. What's in Your Body? <laughs> Okay. Okay. Well, how did you come up with this? Great question, Alicia. All because of this woman on TikTok. When I was like three, I remember sticking a bead up my nose. I didn't tell anyone. I forgot about it. I had a sinus infection a couple weeks ago, and I had this massive bird. I could knock it out. It was bothering me. So I got one of those earwax cleaning cameras. I know you're not supposed to use them anywhere else, but I used it in my nose, and I looked, and there was a little bit of blue on it, and that brought back that memory of that bead from when I was like three years old. Well, I finally got it out, but a bead, a blue bead that has been in my nose for 20 years just came out of my nose. Yeah, 20 Wait, years. That, okay, that seems bizarre. Like, could she, I have so many questions. of what's in your body. What are the questions? Okay, like, could she breathe normally for the past 20 years? Like, how do you, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, oh, just there's this, like, 20 years later, she just felt like she had something in her nose. So clearly what happened is it kind of rolled down a little bit or dislodged somehow. Maybe she sneezed hard over time and finally just went... For what's in your body. That's weird. All right. That's so, so weird. Are you ready to play the game? Do you know the name of the game, Alicia? No, tell me, Fish. What's in your body? Oh, gosh. That's right. <laughs> Still rolling with that. Okay. So, if you would think back your whole life of things that you may have swallowed or put in your body. Okay. What's in your body, Alicia? Oh, oh, not me, but my cousin. Oh, sure. No, it was my cousin Josh, actually. Okay. So, do you remember like that little game? Like, I feel like board games when we were kids were actually so inappropriate, you know, back in the 80s. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so there was like this little gun shooting game. <laughs> okay. But it was like one of those board games and you it had like the little like silver like a, pellets and yeah. you'd like, pew, 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 pew. Yeah. And you'd shoot them across the thing. Well, he used to stick those pellets up his nose. There you go. Guarantee yeah, you the ones up there. up there. Guarantee you. That's in his body. <laughs> okay, so Alicia, yeah, what about you though? Do you have anything in mind? Like, I'm thinking quarters for me, for sure. I know, I'm sure. Oh, at some that point are kind I of sitting in your belly. I swallowed some change. I'm sure at some point, definitely yeah. swallowed some change. Definitely did that. But Alicia, I have a question for you. Uh huh. What's in your body? I mean, I have a nice plate and screws in my body right now. No, no, not surgery or anything. No, actually, you're talking about that uh, teacup plate that you swallowed. It was yeah, the yeah, that was seen. the, yeah. It was lodged We set in a her. record on that one. Never broke. It was lodged in her throat for three weeks. What's in her body? What's the weirdest thing you've ever put in your body? <laughs> you know, should I just, you want me to just... Should I move on? Okay. I feel like, uh, I feel like uh, that uh, should, do you want me to just? Uh, yeah, we're good. Let's, uh, okay. That's not going to become a hit <laughs> No. no sorry. Alicia, do you remember when you were uh, a, a little kid? Yeah. 
And uh, do you remember like when you would play? Did you ever do that like with your friends? What's grosser than gross? So like, you know, like frog in a blender or like what's green oh, and yellow, frog ew. in a blender or whatever. No, we never played that, that. I don't know if it was a boy thing or whatever. Uh, what do you think would be a possible yet disgusting flavor for a candy cane? Possible yet disgusting flavor. And here's why I'm asking you this right now is I'm going to tell you after you throw out a couple ideas, I think this is disgusting, but people are probably going to love it. So what do you think would be one? Chocolate grasshopper. Like a chocolate covered grasshopper? Yeah. Very creative. Okay. I like that. I never even would have thought of that. Disgusting, but something that people do, right? Okay. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's another one? Oh, another one. Uh, Marshmallow and jelly. There you go. What about a meat flavor? Ew. Would you eat a meat-flavored candy cane? No. Okay, go ahead and look what's coming out. This is real. Okay. Are they hot dog candy canes? Yeah. Oh, that's gross. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> seriously, uh, I think it's a little bit too much. The novelty candy company, Archie McPhee, is selling six packs of them for $6.50. They're already sold out. You can't even get them right now what? if you want them. Yeah. They've been selling odd flavor uh, candy canes for a while. They have done bacon, sardines. Ew. Kale, mac and cheese, pizza, pickled flavored candy canes, and finally, ketchup flavored candy canes. Okay, that's the only one that I would consider out of that entire list is bacon. Oh, I thought for sure ketchup. Like, I know that you traumatized your brother, your older brother. Oh my gosh, that was epic. ketchup for me. When you were a kid, this is great. He, he won't even eat ketchup. He can't even look at it. Like, he can't. Like, anytime I put ketchup on my plate, even as an adult, he was like, oh, my gosh, can you do that somewhere else? Like, he will not put ketchup on anything. Because I used to get why? it stuck in my hair and on my shirt when I was little. <laughs> Alicia and her mother put ketchup everywhere. Yeah, and everything, pretty much. Yeah. It's the only way they could get me to eat my vegetables. Was ketchup. So then you became hooked on ketchup. Yeah. So I thought for sure that's why I No, told that you. grosses me out. Okay, you would not eat a ketchup-flavored candy cane. No, ketchup by itself is actually not that good. Like, it only is good on things. I think they should have, like, mixed it. So, like, they could have had... Well, how? Actually, they could do this. If you have a hot dog-flavored candy cane Ooh. and a ketchup-flavored candy cane in your mouth at the same time... Yeah, lick and lick. No, like, just put them on each side of your cheeks. Oh, gotcha. Suck. I wonder if it would taste like a hot dog with ketchup. Oh, you should try it. Or, well, I A, they're sold out. B, I'm not spending $6.50 on hot, except they'll probably sell in 10 years for $3,000 if you save them unopened. Oh, gosh. You know, it'll be something stupid like that. You know, one of those weird things. Okay, so anyway, you're saying no to the meat-flavored candy cane. Definitely no. Because I was starting to think we could send them some ideas. No. Like a good steak-flavored candy cane or possibly, I mean, mm. a simple hamburger. I don't know why they haven't done that yet. Yeah, that's surprising that they haven't. Corn dogs. They're, whoa, mama. Actually, I think they should do corn dogs. Earlier, we were talking about uh, what's stuck in your body. How many corn dogs have been stuck in your body? Well, none of them have been stuck. Oh, yeah, that's so. true. They, be free, corn dog. <laughs> yeah. Be free. Be free. Alicia, today's text question of the day is all because of a conversation that we had yesterday. It is. Today's text question of the day is what's a weird thing you find attractive? So yesterday, I was reading this like seven weird things. It was a BuzzFeed thing I found people found attractive and there was like armpits and like a guy that puts his arm around the back of a car seat when he turns around and you know when he's backing up or whatever yep uh there were some unique ones like an excel spreadsheet was the weirdest one i was like i love a good excel spreadsheet if somebody could do one of those they have my heart yeah. like, what? <laughs> hey to each their own well and everybody everybody's got different things i'm a little bit of a weirdo freak 
I have some weird things that I find attractive that other people may not. And maybe the same is for you, Click of Six. So, Alicia, what are they saying? Huh, well, this one I thought was funny. It's not weird per se, but a lot of women don't find big, muscular men attractive. I do. Oh, Give like me Dwayne ripped. Johnson. No, really. Give him to me. Oh, Dwayne Johnson's hot, but his legs. You yeah, need, you like need like a, You need a California king if you're an average-sized person to sleep next to yeah. his legs. Oh, for sure. His legs are huge. They're ridiculous. Somebody else said a man sweating during a workout. We have another one where, which I thought it was funny, a guy working, working hard, all sweaty. Oh, yeah. And like, having a cigarette dangling from his mouth. I love a guy like, with what? a nice, sweet smoke hanging from his mouth while he's mowing the yard. Hot. That is just there so used to be, um There used to be, a, so we had a, used to have a, uh, before I, we got a mower that we had like a moved and we had more land than we thought we did. We get, we got lucky. We got some good land. We had a landscaping uh, guy that came out, Brian and his crew. And this is uh, cousin or somebody used to have one hanging from his mouth while they were on the yes, riding mower. Yes. And it used to drive you insane. Yes. That actually drove me crazy. I was like, as long as he's not lighting it, you know, throwing it into piles of leaves, what do you care? No, but I know. But it was just like the look of it. Like, ah, I don't like it. Somebody else said uh, uh, back dimples. What? Back dimples. Isn't that fat? No, like, you know how sometimes, like, on your lower back, there's some people, actually, you do have, like, these two little dimples. Oh, do you? Yeah. I don't I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm more of a butt guy, so the lower back seems a little bit high for me. But the butt, <laughs> like, I couldn't answer butt for what's the weirdest thing or what's a weird thing that I find sexy or attractive. Yeah. No, there's one. Okay, do we have some, like, uh, <laughs> some, like, Kentucky Backwards Hills music? Oh, like, uh, like dueling How's it going again? I think you're doing it perfect. I don't even think we need it. <laughs> I do not need it. You no, that's, do it that, again. that was so good. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay, so this chick actually posted. No, no, I want the music. Yeah, that was great. You should just keep doing that. You'll shoot your eye out, kid. Oh. Merry Christmas. Ho, ho. Yeah, that's not, that's the closest yeah, I had I was to like, back. No, that does die. Okay. So fine. you shoot your eye out. Yeah, that's all I got. Fine, one more time. So this one chick actually posted that she loves like perfectly straight teeth, but she likes to have like one crooked one. Like one, there. like, like suck on like a <laughs> 70 degree angle. <laughs> so in my mind, I'm just picturing like Susie from. <laughs> Saska, whatever, you know, which is like these summer here, summer there to you. Like, oh, yeah. Summer. Susie from Saska, whatever, man. I She is a maniac. I, I love, know. She's crazy Susie. I, I love crazy Susie from Saska, whatever. Thanks so much, guys, <laughs> for your answers for the text question of the day. Doing this thing, hanging out with Alicia in the studio. We're actually uh, doing some stuff around the house, so they've let us do the show from home. Thus, you become kind of a fixture around fish with friends. Yes. Uh, you and I have been, uh, this May, what will it be, 12 years? Is that right? Oh, I mean, oh, together. Together. Wait, how long have we been? I think it's 12 in May, and then I think our ninth anniversary would be in yeah, August. Yeah, no, you're right. Okay, so uh, I, I, once a week, I try and remind myself. That you're still with me, and you can't believe how lucky you are? Yes. That's okay. The, I just meant of the date, so I would remember. It's like, oh. usually when I'm curled up crying in the shower, but no need for a visual. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm fine. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about marriage. Now, there's something like you and I do not have kids. Correct. So if you and I get a divorce, we've talked about this before. We have very unique conversations. Yes. I've shared that with the click of six before. In fact, you and I have said, what would happen if we got a divorce financially? Yeah, we've talked about divorce several times. Yeah. There's only one obstacle that we have. Bear at the dock. Bingo. So there is a story going on right now uh, about a dog. 
A judge in Spain, in Spain, not the United States of America, has granted joint custody of a dog to a couple who is separating. Okay. Now think about this. Yeah. The judge ruled that they're jointly responsible and they would be co-caretakers of a dog named Panda. Great dog. Aw. Splitting vet bills and expenses evenly. The lawyer who brought the case called it a pioneer ruling. Okay. This was a huge deal. Panda will now alternate between the two partners for a month at a time. There isn't any context, but it's uh, since it was brought to the court, the couple apparently didn't see eye to eye on who would get Panda. Or maybe Panda's a nightmare. I don't know. I don't know what the problem is. Like, I don't want the dog. You take the dog. I want the But that's been the biggest problem because I acquired our dog, Barrett the Dog, from the Humane Society of Dane County. They have paperwork with my name on it. It's true. Well, I understand that that is true. However, I was the one who wanted the dog. Yeah. And the only reason that your name is on the paperwork yeah. is because I was working the day that you went and got him. No, um, also because I paid for him. Well, yeah. Okay, so look at it this way. If you and I, and we were not married at this point, we were dating. If you and I were not married and you really, really wanted... And let's say I'm a millionaire, multi, multi-millionaire. Yeah. And you really, really, really wanted a uh, Porsche. Okay. A convertible Porsche. Or what's your dream little fun fart around car in the summer or whatever? Oh, my dream. Yeah, yeah. I would definitely say a Porsche. That'd be super okay. cool. Convertible two-seater yep. Porsche. You definitely. and your friend Rachie could go for a nice long drive or do whatever you want. Yeah. Okay. So I buy this and we're not married. Okay. Okay. And I pay for it. And it's in my name. Way different price points and way different thing. I don't no, know where you're going with the it. same thing. Barrett the dog is the same he as He is a, a living animal. Okay, so if I buy a kangaroo. Now, what if Barrett the dog was a problem? What? What if he ate everything? Where are you? I mean, he's the best dog ever. I'd still take him. Uh, I'm, my point is, other than this judge in Spain, and I would assume they got their dog, Panda, at the same time. Mm-hmm. I think I would, because I have the ownership rights, Get to keep Barrett if you left me or I left you. You're not taking my dog. Okay, I'm just saying. I, I you know, legally, like you don't have a leg to stand. No, on. I think the dog should go to who he loves more. Okay, so it's gonna be me. It's gonna be me. Okay, it's gonna be it's gonna be you only because he had Barrett the dog had cancer, he had surgery, and you cared and you took care of him through the cancer, so he's yeah. been all over you. Which makes me the better parent. No, it doesn't make you the better parent. I gave him his space to heal. Okay. I was busy going to movies. (laughs) (laughs) There is a big difference. Okay, maybe you would be the better parent as the owner, actually, in hindsight. Yeah. Yeah, it makes a little bit of sense. Alicia, are you ready for the random texto? Dude, I am, and I have to say this one gets me a little worked up. This one does, really? This one does. This one does. I, what I love about the rando texto is, and, and, and guys, you can always interact and send me stuff via social media or whatever. I have, like, four or five I didn't even get a chance to do and they're like they timed yeah. out because of the but the, whatever the, what was going on in the people's lives you're always anonymous and this is some neighbor drama in oh. rando text oh, oh. okay see Go that's ahead. the hard part about moving you never know what you're gonna get neighbor wise now, now oh. you're, and this one of the things that we're doing right now is Alicia and I are selling our house and we're gonna be moving and we have, you know, we have Eric and his family. We have Norman and their family. Like, we have totally great Totally lucked out. Totally lucked we've out. blessed Dude, beyond, this, beyond. This person did not luck out. So here's what she's saying. I have had problems 
with this neighbor for over a year now. She lives in a duplex across the street from me, and she always just lets her dogs run crazy. And twice now, her dog has gone after mine. My dog was attacked by another dog as a puppy and is already really skittish. I have tried being nice and have tried talking to this neighbor at least a dozen times. She says that she doesn't intentionally let the dog out, and sometimes dogs will just be dogs. I feel powerless in this fight until now. I have noticed that this neighbor is running a daycare out of her house. This is where it gets weird. Oh, it definitely gets weird. The school year started with two kids, but the other day I counted 11 children in her front lawn on a busy street. There is no way she can be licensed to do this. I mean, if she can't even keep her dog under control, how is she going to keep 11 toddlers under control? So, should I report my neighbor for running an illegal daycare, or am I just being bitter and nasty? Okay, so this is a rando text, so you can interact all the ways, and boy, have you interacted all the ways. Alicia, what do you think personally? Dude, I think you report it, man. Okay, first of all. Wow. Okay. Like, I feel very passionately about that okay. because, and then if she does have her licensing, like fantastic. But to me, anything that has to do with the care of children and making sure that they stay safe, done and done. I'd see zero problem with that. I understand with what you're saying, but what if they find out if you reported it? I mean, you have to do it anonymously. Yeah. Because then your neighbor is going to come after you and you don't want to do neighbor wars. I've That's something I could have done in the past. And I'm so glad I didn't. Sometimes you got to just suck it up. Yeah, but don't you think, like, the neighbor, like, if somebody were to report you, like, you're always going to know who it was. Here's my thing. My problem is the way the neighbor treats, the like, like essentially this guy's uh, or girl's dog uh, is running over there. And their dog's afraid of, you know, the other dog. You know, dog. That's beyond rude. Yeah, I, I totally said that wrong. The daycare person has a crappy dog. The other one has a scared dog. Yes, I think that is so. And that the biggest part that irritates me, and I'm sorry, I'm sure some people are not going to like this comment, but it's like you get those little flipping yip dogs and people let those yip dogs. Now, sometimes just run little around. dogs are not yip dogs, but sometimes little dogs are yip dogs. Yes. Well, in my experience, yeah. there I've only ever experienced the the yippy version. The best crap little dog that we've ever had that's a crappy dog that's a little dog is our current neighbor, and that's Huckleberry. But Huckleberry still can sometimes be a little bit of a hand. Oh, he's a barker. I mean, I like that dog, but best name. <laughs> and I'm not just saying that because Eric might listen to the podcast or the show online. I'm just saying Huckleberry is that, but we've had other neighbors where it was a nightmare. Well, yeah, and they are, and they think because they're in this small package that they don't have to actually train or control their dog. Yeah. Whereas Barrett's a big dog. Yeah. And we used to take him for, for walks in our previous neighborhood, and they would let the, these little dogs off leash. Yeah. And the dog would come running up to Barrett and start jumping on him. I'm like, not appropriate. Just real quick about this rando text. Oh, brother in pain lives next to somebody. They have a dog thing. We'll get back to that in a sec. He thinks his neighbor's running an illegal daycare. Yep. I wants to report the daycare just because he's, he's worried about the 11 kids or he's annoyed by the dog or she's annoyed by the dog. I don't know the gender of the person emailing. It's irrelevant anyway. Okay. My question is, what are the most members of the Click of Six saying via the app, via the social, all the stuff? So, I mean, basically, they're kind of spelling out, like, the daycare rules, like, things like that. Like, it yeah. has to be one adult per two children. You can actually, somebody mentioned that you can look up online. How do you know she's not licensed? Yeah. So, basically saying, like, do some homework before you're actually accusing this person. Uh, somebody says to document the dog running loose and being able to report those because there are leash laws. Okay. Somebody else did say the daycare thing is petty. 
leave it alone. Okay, so here's my big question. Predominantly, well, what I saw, and correct me if I'm wrong, are most people saying report it? Most people are saying, like, do your homework and then report it. Okay. okay, so now let's go back to the dog thing. You made an interesting point about little dogs. Yes. Small package, like the little dog with a small, like, is a small package. What was yeah. that point again? Just because they're coming in a small package doesn't mean you shouldn't train them properly. Yeah, because they could, sometimes a small package can be a little bit more than you expected. <laughs> okay. <laughs> ah, there we go. What the? That's the perfect time to wrap up the rando tax stuff, especially with uh, something special we have coming up. Again, Alicia, sometimes small packages are great. What did you just? How'd you just say it? <laughs> You know what? All right, we move on. Earlier, we were having a conversation about Last Man Standing, yes. the show Last Man Standing. That's one of your go-to shows. You could rewatch that from first episode to the very ser series finale over and over again, a million times over. Mm -hmm. Another one of those shows that I think you could do that with as well is Parenthood. Yes. Yeah, that's a great show. Okay, you love that. Dax Shepard is in Parenthood. Yes. Dax Shepard married to Kristen Bell, lucky son of a gun. You I mean, love her. I do love her. I do love her. I mean, I don't love her as much as Christina Aguilera's new red hair. Well, obviously. Have you seen some of those social media photos? Yes, there? I have seen some Ooh. of those photos. You don't need to keep showing me. Okay, so Dax and uh, uh, Kristen, uh, did I say Kristen instead of Kirsten? Isn't it Kirsten? It's No, it's Kristen it's Bell. It's Kristen Bell. I yeah. think you're thinking Kirsten Dunn. That's what I was, yeah, I was getting confused by them. Well, they have two daughters. Dax and Kristen Bell have two daughters, ages six and eight. He does a podcast. We do a podcast, yeah. Fish with Friends. Sometimes you can search it under Connie and Fish still for now as we kind of tweak things out. Uh, but he does a podcast, very good one actually, called mm -hmm. Armchair Expert. Yeah. He was having a conversation about his six and eight-year-old daughters. I want you to imagine that you are married to him in this hypothetical. Okay, yep. And that those daughters are biologically yours. Okay, give me a moment. Married to Dak Shepard. Yep, hot body. He's got a good body. He's I'm funny. visualizing. He's compelling. He's not a ginger, but he's compelling. Okay, and go. You got it? Ready. I have an unpopular opinion with my daughters, which is, like, of course, the most generic thing every guy says to me is like, oh, you better have a gun. There's going to be guys coming around or whatever. You know, this notion that uh, I've got to protect my children's virgin, my daughter's virginity with great prejudice, if necessary. My response is I do not want my daughters to have sex so that they can get approval from somebody. Yeah. But if my daughters are horny and want to have sex, oh. that was my favorite oh. activity. It remains my favorite activity. I'd right. be lying if I said I was in any way anti that activity. Mm -hmm. I'm anti yeah. getting esteem from that activity, but that's it. All right. What do you think? He's your baby daddy. Oh, man. I mean, I get what he's saying, but at the same time, like, uh... Okay, so here's the here's the game I want to play, okay? Like, I, not, not with, like first off, his, I, I knew that would get you worked up. I knew it would. His kids are six and eight. They were talking about that point. He's cl he's clearly had this conversation with Kristen Bell. And he's like, you know, if they, they get worked up and they want to go do it, do it. Just make sure they're educated. He's not saying give them away. Don't do it if someone forces yeah, you to do it. Yeah. He's saying, you want to go do it, go do it. And maybe if there was like a, like if he put some type of age bracket on there, you know, because there, you know, I think there are things to like emotional maturity and stuff like that where, yeah, no, you know, but because his daughters are younger, I think that's probably why it creeped me out. Okay. That. So now imagine that he is your baby daddy and imagine his kids are 15, 16, which is 
Not necessarily. Obviously, you should have a conversation with your parents or an adult that you trust or someone that, you know, that's just a fact. So I, I hate to sound a little bit like a, you know, like a PSA, but my question is, <laughs> do you want to leave Dak Shepard in that hypothetical? What do you do with that conversation with your kids? Because he also, by the way, is talking about when his, if my kid is hormonal, let him go. I, I, I oh, see, this is where I feel like it'd be a really terrible parent because because like, like, we don't have kids, but if we had a kid, yeah, I can you imagine point. if I said that to our daughters? I think I would I would murder you in your sleep. I don't mean to sound dramatic with it, but I think that I, I lean more on the conservative part. Very of, dramatic, by the way. Yeah. Like I, I think I would tend to be more conservative than his free flowing idea of like, if you're horny, just go for it. What like, was like, that? Oh, that was my Dax Shepherd. Oh, she I wish you could see the dance she just <laughs> did. That's also what she calls her sexy dance. And it's so weird. Do you like this? No, yeah. No, no. Just teach your daughters that and they'll be fine. No one's going to hook up with them. <laughs> with Halloween coming up, I've been doing like little breaks all week long about Halloween and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I've got a, a little treat for you, Alicia. So it's about companies. Okay. So I'm, uh, you and I are both kind of working from home right now. Right. Thus, you being here with Fish with Friends. And thanks for doing that. You're welcome. Okay. That being said, uh, the, did, you, did you ever work anywhere where they had Halloween parties at the company? No. Oh, you didn't? I've never actually worked in an office setting. Oh, okay. Well, 57% of people say their company will celebrate Halloween in one way or another this year. Okay. Maybe a potluck. Maybe they'll dress up. And that's what we're going to get to in a sec is dressing up. 77% of employees say they enjoy office Halloween parties. 23% of employees hate them, think they're stupid. (laughs) Uh, Whether there's a party or not, one in three people plan on dressing up for work. 36% of people expect some of their coworkers to dress up as well. And 27% think their boss will probably wear a costume this year. But here is my question. Okay. Do you think it's okay? And I know that we, uh, I think it was yesterday, we did a uh, rando texto about uh, Halloween and the daughter dressing up as a naughty nurse. Maybe a couple days ago. I can't remember. But uh, do you think it's okay to dress up as a sexy blank for Halloween in a workplace setting? And let's make it a... I, uh, an accountant's office. Yeah, I think that's fine. You're an adult. Like, do whatever you want to do for Halloween. It reminds me of... Oh, wow. Like, let's bring back Last Man Standing Oh, geez, that show. That, it's like they, they should be sponsoring our show this year if they were even still <laughs> on, right? Or this week. But, but when Vanessa dresses up as, like, the sexy pirate and the uh, neighbor's like, oh, hey, Vanessa. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, the creepy neighbor that knocks on the door. And yeah, is like, like three a, times. More or less, he'll be like, I'll be your side piece, that guy. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Okay, so but so you think it's okay for someone to dress up like, I'm saying super sexy. Yeah, I okay. mean, obviously don't go naked, but. No, but I'm saying like, uh, I don't know, latex nurse, or maybe sure. that's too, is that, oh, that's not even too much. I don't, I don't think that's bad, no. Okay, so here's the question. What if it's the boss? <laughs> I mean, I don't necessarily want to view my bo- boss that way. But, but come on, have you ever have you have you ever worked for somebody where you're like, damn? Uh, no. You haven't. No. Okay, I did a younger when I was younger, and I was managing and the assistant manager. Like I was a like a low level manager, and then there was the general manager, and then the assistant manager or whatever. Yeah. And Anna, 
And I was like, damn. Ooh. And uh, I, I remember it was a movie theater, and I remember she dressed up for Halloween, and I was like, double damn. <laughs> like, it was like, wow. So, yeah, but I didn't think it was that big of a deal. But, I mean, there, there was an employee that was a little bit uncomfortable with it, and they did actually complain about it. What? Oh, oh yeah. dude, I think that's too much. It's one day out of the year. Really? Like just that one day, not that big of a deal? I don't think so. Okay, see, I think I think with the boss, it should be fair game, you would think. But imagine that you work somewhere and your boss comes in dressed as like, what's the naughtiest dude costume? You, a Chippendales dancer. Oh, yeah. And he's ripped. Mm, and he's wearing uh, pants. Yeah, like, but no not shirt. Like a thong, but no shirt and the little bow tie. I'm getting the visual. Okay. Yep. Uh, All right. Do you see it? Da -da. Yeah, I'm there. Totally okay. okay with it. But you're looking at your boss that way. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. And all the employees are like, damn. And you know this guy's going to get hit on because yeah. he's that hot. Yeah. What if he's married? It's kind of like my concept has always been like you can look at the menu. You just can't order off of it. All right. So I have zero problem checking him out even though he's married. I've seen your browser history. You look at a lot of menus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I opened up your phone by mistake once, and I was like, what what, what, what does she need a Chippendales Halloween costume for? <laughs> I mean, that wasn't what was there, but I, I mean, like... You, I got you, it for Norm the neighbor. Yeah, Norm, oh, they, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. He could pull it off. Yeah. He's got the guns for it, the gun Yeah, set. like, he's yeah. kind of killing it, so... Yeah, okay, okay. You've been talking about him a lot lately, actually. Well, I mean... Why is it? We don't know how much longer we're going to see him for. We're moving. Oh, he's not sick. It's just because we're moving. I've been thinking about bringing him in and having like a separate. We do the podcast as well as Jam's Afternoons, but we do the podcast as well. And I've been thinking about doing a separate podcast with Norm the Neighbor, but he's afraid. Oh, he'll be fine. Just give him a couple rum and cokes. Yeah, I got to get him lubricated and ready to go. Yeah. And then I think he'll do it. Yeah. My version of getting him lubricated is rum and coke. Yes. Your version may be a little bit different. Yeah. Oiling his chest. Well, no, I was thinking of oiling his chest. Oh. <laughs> okay, 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 thanks. Alicia, I know there's always a lot going on in the world, and there's people that are happy, and then there are people that are sad. And then, you know, sometimes people just want to hear a little bit of good news so they can feel better about their day or what's going on. Of you know? course. So here's some good news for you. I need some good news. I have some good news. Be a goldfish. Yeah. How is this good news? There's a difference between good and great. Okay, good news. Got it? Okay, good. That's good news. This is good news. That's pretty good. Let's hear it. All right, so starting off our good news today, I, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna save the dog for a second because I know that you're a dog lover. Mm -hmm. Today is First Responders Day, and uh, in this case, two Georgia middle school kids are being called heroes after they saved their bus driver's life. And I come up and I see sixth graders yelling and come in the aisle and then I look down and Miss Julie's face is just like bright red and shaking. So I picked up the microphone. I said, somebody help. Our bus driver feels really dizzy. And then somebody called her phone. It was right here. We know she's got diabetes, so we thought maybe it was an attack. We got her to drink Coke, eat cookies and all that. Yeah, they saved her life. Now, bus drivers, wow. by the way, nationwide, there's a bus driver shortage. I know Jake the yeah. trainer and Marino and I were hanging out at a bar uh, recently, and there were, we hung out with a couple bus drivers who were like, you guys want a job? Fish I, <laughs> Fish, I noticed your career's moved around a little bit. You want to get a you want to gig as a bus driver? It's you know pretty easy once you can pass the test and drive. Okay, you would be the best bus driver ever. I thought about it. I that would that'd actually be, so be super cool. I would. I, I actually did think about it for a second. I would love doing it. But again, those kids saved that bus driver's life. But I want to talk about this dog in Kentucky right now. The good news is, don't worry, the dog's not going to die. Oh, you. But this guy loves hiking. 
and his dog Tyson. Well, take a listen. He has been my best friend, my hiking buddy. I take him everywhere. And he uh, missed a lizard, kind of like flipped himself backwards, uh, tumbled twice, and then I saw him roll off the edge. In my mind, in the team's mind, we were actually going in to, to assist him in just recovering, you know, his canine. My adrenaline was just running through my body, and the only thing I could think about is, like, holy crap, he's alive. That yeah. dog's my everything. Yeah, this happened over the weekend. 170 feet off of a cliff, the dog <gasps> fell and hit the ground. The dog Tyson was found rescued unharmed. No. That was Tyler. Tyler and Tyson. Aw, that's so yeah. cute. But, you know, I'm thinking, like, that's awesome that he's your hiking buddy. But why are you letting him get near a 170-foot cliff? Is that irresponsible dog ownership? I, I know it's a good story that the dog's alive, but isn't it kind of irresponsible? It, it is a little bit weird that he fell. I don't know if he was on leash or off leash or kind of what happened. or Off leash, I'm sure. You know, let's just assume, like, the positive in this. like Or not the positive, but, like, maybe... They were walking, and somehow, like, the dog was walking near the edge, and some yeah. a rock broke off, and then that's how he fell. Like, accidents happen. Or he's a dog, and he was like, squirrel, and he ran for a squirrel and fell jumps. 170 feet in the... I don't even know how this dog is still alive. I have no idea. Yeah, it's unbelievable. That's amazing. Yeah, that's, that's some good news for you. Hopefully, it makes your day a little bit better. One of my favorite things to do, one of my favorite memories is of my mother, who passed years ago, her awesome spaghetti. Oh, you talk about that a lot. Super secret sauce that she had, the way she cooked it. I don't know what it is. It can't be replicated. And my favorite thing to do mm -hmm. the next day was to have spaghetti leftovers. I love me some leftovers. You do? Yeah. And as we're getting ready to wrap things up here, not like in its entirety, but for today, I've got some leftovers for you that I want to share with you. Okay. Okay. And we'll start it off with Indiana. Uh, city, a small city in Indiana. Just these are like three little leftover things I wanted to share yeah. before we get out of here. We're going to wrap it up with a, a ridiculously impressive Hooters girl. Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a small city in Indiana is trying to lure new residents with a program that offers volunteer stand-in grandparents for families that move in, along with home-cooked meals and a free <gasps> membership to the local YMCA. Super cool. Yeah, if you have any friends that live in uh, near Greensburg, Indiana, and they're thinking of moving... Yeah, it's like 5000 bucks in cash, invitation to home-cooked meals at neighbors' homes, one-year memberships to the Y, stand-in grandparents. Love it. Yeah, it's a company called Make My Move. It's about 13,000 people in the city, so it's, it's kind of cute, right? What a great idea. Yeah, I thought you'd get a kick out of that. Uh, another story for you is uh, about a go-to sandwich. Okay. Okay. Two-thirds of us have a go-to sandwich. I know you and I got uh, sandwiches, and one of my go-to sandwiches is definitely a meatball sub. Oh, yeah. You love those things. I love a great meatball sub, Alicia. I, I, without a shadow of a doubt, yeah. that is a fact, Jack. What is one of your what is your go-to sandwich? BLTs. Really? Yeah. I love BLTs. Like, it's that simple. Go-to sandwich, bam, BLT. Yep. Okay, wow. Uh, a favorite overall for people that were uh, two-thirds of Americans say they usually order the same type of sandwich. The favorite was cheesesteaks. What was what? Cheesesteaks. What I don't even know what that is. Like a Philly cheesesteak? Yeah, like a Philly oh, cheesesteak. Oh, okay. Yeah, pulled porks, burgers, Italian subs, and Rubens are in there as well. But for me, yeah, the Italian sub was in there. I don't see BLT anywhere. A BLT should be in there. That's just a classic. Yeah, it's yeah, but it's just a but, BLT. But Rubens, though, I can see too. I do love a good corned beef Ruben. Oh God, your breath after that. Dum, 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 tastes dum. like the back of a donkey's butt. How do you know what a back of a donkey's butt tastes like? Shut up. Man, you don't need to know about my childhood. Ew. Yeah. Maybe my brother put my face in, in, in the back of a 
donkey's butt. It's true. You did have two older brothers. Yeah, so there. I know. I I do remember this. I remember that when my brother and I and my uh, nephew Ryan, I remember that when we took the uh, Ryan to Hooters. Oh, geez. And yes. uh, I got the waitress to flirt with Ryan, and Ryan still to this day remembers it. <laughs> Actually, every time we see him, he tells that story. It's a great story. Uh, if you think Hooters servers make bank, by the way, you're right. Take a listen to this Hooters waitress. Sunday morning, I bartended. I worked 1030 to 530 and I made $408. Monday, I worked a double. I made $300. From 530 to midnight, I made 50 bucks. Friday morning, I shopped for the Hooters calendar. So I got our promotional pay of $10 an hour. So I made about 50 bucks then. And then today, I just worked 1030 to 530. I made $260. A guy at the bar just handed me $60 for talking to him today, which it's really nice. That's my tips on top of my two dollars and thirteen cents I get an hour. Yeah, she makes two thirteen an hour, Alicia. Two thirteen an hour. Yeah. In one week, she made one thousand two hundred and fifty-eight dollars. I was gonna say she made over a grand. Good for her. Yeah, isn't that incredible? Now, does that? Yeah, that could be a good Halloween costume for you. A, a Hooters. Yeah. I, I, do you want to see me in a Hooters outfit? I mean, I'd like. I think to I'm see kind of missing the top any, half, but I guess you'd just be a Hooter. Yeah, I think I'd rock the bottom half, but... Yeah, you should be called the... Uh, uh, booters. Booters. Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> or bums. I Let's think start they a did new that. franchise. I think they did something like that, called it Booties, and they tried to do a Hooters spinoff, and it was women with nice butts, and they got, like, sued or something like that. You know men are not allowed to be waiters at Hooters. Well, yeah, that makes sense. That's sexism, by the uh, way. Is it? Yeah, they could get sued. No. I think they have been sued, but I think maybe they won. They had that Hooters money to make it so they won. I don't remember how that all worked out, but I remember years ago, I think they got sued. It really? Yeah. Oh, anyway, those are our leftovers for the day. Have a good one. We'll talk to you soon.